Hello. Hello, hello. Hi, and um, welcome to episode two of the Sexcapades podcast. Um, I'm Flashman James, coming to you from the Bay Area. I was born and raised in London. Shout out to South London. Um, my lovely, fantastic head co-host, please introduce yourself. I am Joyful Moments, self-loving, sex-loving, petite-figured female from the Pacific Northwest, currently recording in Seattle. And marital status. A polyamorous relationship with two heterosexual males. Fun. 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 <laughs> um, full disclosure, this is a re-recording because we had terrible internet connection. Um, so we recorded 10 minutes of this podcast. It was absolutely brilliant. As our two listeners would know about how great we are, but it just got lost in the files. So, um, yeah, we're just gonna have to start this again. But anyway, um, let's kick it off with this first segment called the Kink Corner, where we kind of just talk about a story or a topic or a fact or a myth or a theory, anything that kind of involves or revolves around sex. Um, so there was something in the news recently about uh, soccer player Kyle Walker, who was kind of ousted in in the media for hosting an orgy with his friend and two sex workers uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic while the UK was supposed to be on lockdown. And um, he also put something on his social media the next day about following protocol. Joyce, give me your thoughts. Yeah, well, first of all, I didn't see this in any news. So I'm wondering what news you're getting your information from i have a lot of sports apps and you know there's no sports going on so this they had to run with this story got it that's why that's why i i had to look up kyle walker on my own because i don't follow football okay (laughs) um i love this story i think it's really hilarious um and i definitely looked into it a bit and at first when you said kyle walker posted about following protocol i was i assumed he was just being a hypocrite Mm -hmm. so i went and I stumbled upon his Twitter and I saw that he posted, please, everyone stay home, look after one another, check in with loved ones, but do not visit them. So after hearing, like reading that, I just thought about his whole situation. He stayed home, like Check. he t- tweeted out. Check. Um, and even more than that, he was looking after his friends by providing some fun at an orgy. Check two. That's two. Looking after loved ones. That's two. He was providing work for some workers who were probably out of some income because of these hard times. Check three. Sounds like a good guy to me. And he was probably just having a good time. I mean, who doesn't want to have some extra fun during this damn lockdown? So I'm not mad about it. Hey, do you, Kyle Walker. You are a hero. (laughs) Don't let the, the right. sun or the, the mirror or the daily star tear you down. Those are tabloid newspapers back in England. Um, yeah, don't let them tear you down, Carl Walker. You're a star. I did read that they're not going to, what is it, play him anymore? Or they're not going to play him? Uh, you know what? I, I don't, don't know. I... Liverpool are going to win the league anyway, so who cares if he plays? Is he good? I don't even know. I don't know who he is. <laughs> and that should answer your question. Is he good? <laughs> um, right. Um, our topic of the day last week, towards the middle or the end of our podcast, we mentioned uh, kind of talking about a new sex ed curriculum. Um, so 
for myself and our two listeners, Joseful Moments, can you please give us a little overview of the new sex ed curriculum that you've devised and then we'll get into it in more detail. Yes. So disclaimer here, I do not know the details of what goes into sex ed classes these days since it's been a few years since I've taken that class. Um, so I'm not going to like disregard anything in there. I would, I would only add to it. Okay. For sure. Um, but there are only three main topics that I picked to add on there, even though I could probably go on forever. And um, so lesson one would be on consent. Lesson one consent. Yep. Yep. Lesson two would be personal awareness and personal pleasure. Nice. And lesson three would be how to communicate with your partner. There we go. So again, our little disclaimer in our hypothetical situation, we have the traditional sex ed and then we have these three additional lessons added on. So give us lesson one. Lesson one, um, consent. And the task one for consent would be ask before, ask during, and ask after. Which is unbelievably important because this is something we spoke about before. Because, by the way, listeners, two listeners, this is where we got to um, when our recording cut off. But So we've said this before, but I didn't even think about asking for consent after. Before and during, yes. But asking for it after was something that's like completely new to me. How would you frame this kind of subcategory like how would you teach um, it to them i would have it being more like kind of aim it more to be like a check-in so that you're both on the same page like obviously the deed is done but you don't want to leave um the feeling differently about the whole situation so it's important to like ask one another like how do you feel it don't, you don't have to go into details but it would be nice to like ask like what did you like? Like, what was 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 this okay? Like, what was everything that happened okay? Yeah. And the big thing is, like, how do you feel about it? How do you feel afterwards? So that no one leaves and like gets this surprise later on about that whole situation. Like, everything that happened there should be above be board. Known. Yeah. Yeah, because like like you you mentioned um, something about it, it. This should at least, if not eliminate, but lower the cases of wait a minute, you said that you were good beforehand. Because if you check in afterwards, you're not going to get that text a week later. Like, wait, you said you were okay with this because you've already had that check-in before, during, and afterwards. I like that, especially the afterwards. Important, right? Yeah, it really is. This is why you're you're schooling us. Me and those two listeners, you're schooling us, and I love it. Okay. All right, sub, subcategory, is it B or is it two? I think B would be better because the whole numbers, I, it gets too much when you're not reading it or writing it down. For me, at least, <laughs> I'm not a, I'm, I can't listen and hear it. I got to see it and hear it. I so see. You got to change, change the wording for me. Um, okay. Yeah. So category B, how to say no. How to say no. Okay. What do you elaborate? Well, for my, my personal reasoning for this is because like there are, times in school when you learn how to say no for like drugs or cigarettes and whatnot and for you you didn't have that experience but 
for me it was like engraved where i didn't like, say i didn't practice. have it i don't remember okay you don't remember <laughs> yeah. experiences of, of <laughs> saying no to learning how to say no to drugs <laughs> yeah because i like i said i i took a huge rip of my bong which is like i'm saying yes with two thumbs up to drugs on that at that point <laughs> um but no carry on okay yes well that was my example what doesn't resonate with you that's okay but um yeah learning how to say no i think this probably is bigger and i don't know could be a, a whole universal thing but for females at least mm-hmm. um i it's so essential that you're just at least at one point in your life before like sexual activity happens it's, it's that you know at some point you're going to be put in a uncomfortable situation yeah it sucks that that's the reality really sucks that that's the reality but yeah yeah we might be like pressured or anything and everyone needs to know like that it's okay to say no that that you do need to be like you need it's so important to use your voice yeah and yeah that's something that I never learned from anyone or any class and I had definitely had to learn the hard way, which was a fucking hard lesson. Yeah. But and also like there's just so many stories when I've just like sitting around with friends. There's so many stories just like, oh yeah, we were just messing around and then like he 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 went for it and I don't want to make things awkward. So I just went with it. And then we just had sex. Because you don't want to make things awkward. Yeah. And I feel like if that's talked about too. Like saying no doesn't need to be an awkward thing. It should not be an awkward thing. That's it's you standing up for yourself and like just taking control of a situation. Yeah. So I think yeah, that's I mean you make you raise some really good some really, really good points, some really interesting points. I I think also in how to say no should be how to receive a no, right? Oh yeah. So guy okay, that's is, good. Because I've heard so many stories of it's like, yeah, she said no, she said no, she said no. But then the fifth time I asked, she said yes. Because that's kind of like coercing them into saying it, right? If you're just being persistent. Uh, So it's learning how to receive a no. Like, if you receive a no, don't take it as a, oh, I need to try harder. It's a, oh, she said no. I I think that's the flip side because it's all well and good (laughs) to teach um, the person who's being pursued and how to say no, but if you're not teaching the flip side of it as well, then they might just think, "Well, I got consent." I mean, they it was the sixth time I asked them, but I, I got consent, and it's yeah, co- coercion should be involved. If I may add to your curriculum, I don't want to overstep. No, 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 that's so good because I think it's like the part that I'm female, you're a male. Like I wouldn't have seen it from your perspective point of view at all. I wouldn't have. I'd have receive a no what what does that mean like that's how my head went i was like okay <laughs> i just learned something okay so we're just teaching each other right give me subcategory c subcategory c consequences consequences is that like that was... pregnancy what do you mean oh no 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 that's like legal consequences to ah. to not knowing um what it means to get consent or just like abusing that whole situation if you don't get consent and you continue on with what you're doing like these are the consequences okay yeah so i think that should be known should in from schooling yeah should the emotional consequences also be highlighted or is that like too could that just be too traumatic to teach i don't know 
I feel like at this point, it's something that a lot of people go through that it could be taught, definitely. And potentially, if it's taught, then the sentence is something that a lot of people go through might not be a sentence anymore. It might be, it's something that not many people go through because now they're aware of it. Yeah, I think, look at us. This is... This hypothetical, yeah, this hypothetical <laughs> thing that we're doing is hypothetically changing the world right now. Yeah. This is pretty good. Um, I forgot what you said lesson two was now. So we've had lesson one. We've learned about our consent. We've got people learning how to say no, that they can say no, how to receive a no, and what you could cause trauma-wise or what you can get slapped with uh, legally. We go on to lesson two. What? What? Give me that. Lesson two, personal awareness and personal pleasure. Okay. So I didn't go too deep into this, but um, one thing that I would definitely recommend, I don't know, in a traditional educational setting, I don't know how I would recommend this, but, or like promote this, but I would say subcategory under personal awareness watch one one pornographic video of a new category each week wow which would allow you to just kind of explore interests and see what you're into and know what turns you on and turns you off and i had this brilliant idea which i might turn into something on my own time and just give to friends but like a porn category bingo okay i think would be so fun and who's the first to check off all of the lists who's gonna be that okay um hmm i i have mixed feelings about this can i be honest um okay i feel (laughs) like (laughs) i feel like um what about the people that don't want to watch porn then they don't have to Oh, okay. So it's not mandated. All right, then I don't have mixed feelings about this at all. Never mind. I thought you were going to force people. I was like, that's terrible. You're just going to force people no, to watch No, nothing is ever forced. We're <laughs> all right, I got about, the... like, sex. We never force anything. Well, that's what I was... That's why I had mixed feelings about it. <laughs> no. I'm like, we're just teaching them how to say no, and then now you're saying that they can't say no. <laughs> I don't think you have to. This is like... If you want to get that extra credit once we're learning about self-pleasure, I get you now. I mean, I feel like this whole category too is honestly like at your own pace as well. Mm, your mileage like, may vary. So that's why like I can't really see it in the traditional education system. So we have to throw so, it in our hypothetical education. Yeah, it's like something that should be done. At, it's everything that should be done at home. This but is extra credit. Yeah, extra credit. Yeah, and no one's no one's getting graded on it. So you said something about self-pleasure also. Is that yeah. re- removing the stigma? Because I think that's what the main thing about self-pleasure needs to be, is removing the stigma about masturbation. I think there I think masturbation should be highlighted and kind of like encouraged. Yeah. I think- it's so important and honestly it's so helpful for I would say everyone but maybe I'm just like talking about myself but I don't know I think everyone should I mean like a lot of people I wouldn't I want to say everyone but I don't know I guess I can't yeah 
almost everyone does it. Yeah, but especially like at a young age too. So why not like mm. encourage it and make it normal? Also, just make sure you know your own body and how to please your own body. Yeah, the normalization and familiarization aspects they really stand out to me. It does need to be normalized. It shouldn't be a shameful thing. And I think, yeah, yeah. speaking from a guy's point of view, it's, I think it's considered a little bit less shameful masturbation, but it's still kind of like something that people get made fun of when it's just completely natural and normal. So I like that normalization angle. Would you take away, if you could, would you take away the word wanker as a, as an insult. I love calling people wankers and I don't mean it as you're a wanker playing with yourself. I just, it's just got such a lovely tone and it's just not harsh, like an actual cuss word, you know, it's like, you don't have to say fuck or like you, it's just, it's so succinct. Two syllables of pure, unadulterated wanker. venom. Do I, I think wanker. it only sounds good with an, with an accent, though. Yeah, I man, you get Americans say don't say, hey, you wanker. It's just like, dude, <laughs> you're a wanker. Yeah. That's how Americans say it. Like, hey, you wanker. Or oh, or they try and say no. it in a British accent, and then they end up messing Or oh, wanker. It's like, are you joking, bro? <laughs> you chill out. Wanker. Anyway, let me not make fun of Americans anymore. I bet our two listeners are Americans. Now I feel bad. Sorry, guys. Fucking hell, you wanker. Yeah. Was that good? Was that good? I tried. Uh, subcategory? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Those actually were my um, porn and masturbation were my two subcategories there. Um, so, are you going to teach people about sex toys in this as well because that can be a part uh, of masturbation or is that just something that they discover on their own because that's not necessarily something you need knowledge in i feel like it should definitely be an option see this whole category i feel like it's so it's out there it's so personal yeah that you can't really just like but i mean i feel like give a list give a list of pictures of toys and how to use them great and just let people do what they want but yeah. also, would you just spend would you spend money on a sex toy that you don't know that you would want to use? No. But you yeah. don't know but when you spend money on any type of sex toy, you don't know that you want to use it, right? Cuz you've got you've got to... used it before, I guess. That's yeah. true. And someone would have had to. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um Yeah. I don't know. I like the idea of at least giving you pictures and descriptions of how to use the sex toys so you can have a basic knowledge um i I do like that i think there should be like newbie discounts for sex toys there are oh are there on multiple websites what yeah or just like i bet there's especially now during the covid pandemic i bet there's discounts on all adamandeve.com uh, and we're not sponsored by them. We're not sponsored by anyone. <laughs> but Adam and Eva come there. Um, they have sales on sex toys all the time. But like, like, like newbie discounts, though. Yeah, you're a newbie if you're newly signing up to the website, I guess. <laughs> oh, like that, like. You meant newbie as in new to sex. Yeah. Oh, I misread that. Whoops. <laughs> I mean, there's not, way, there's not any way you can regulate that. So. Yeah. Um. Go on. What's uh, keep, keep going? Is it the? What's the lesson three? 
Lesson three, how to communicate with your partner. Um, what do you think this entails? Um, I think it encompasses a little bit of the first two lessons, consent. Because when you're comfortable with a partner, their consent might not necessarily be the same as it was when you first hooked up. Um, it might be, they might convey it in a different way. It could be even be body language and you know your partner well, like, oh, that's her saying no. Um, but I also think it includes mm. communication. See, it's weird. This is why I hit my bong because sometimes I have profound thoughts. Sometimes I have the worst thoughts and I might re-listen to that and think that was a terrible thought. But anyway, um, but then it yeah, also includes good. includes part of lesson two because communicating with your partner would be this is what I like this is what I don't like you won't know that until you you play with yourself until you do that self-pleasure and self-awareness but then I also think it probably involves and I'm just guessing here does it involve like comfortability surrounding the relationship or am I veering off course you know I think you're just adding to it that parts that I have not gotten to yet but Um, um, what I had was like basically I feel like people should just try to like map out their like everything sexually to their partner I don't know I think this is just me so okay right. like how like how often you like to have sex um, okay. how like, what turns you on your kinks your boundaries when which would be like a part of consent um and yeah when everything's kind of out on the table that that just gives you all the space to explore and play that's true there's no kind of hidden things everything's out in the open you know what your partner likes what your partner doesn't like they know what you like what you don't like and it's uh must be a lot easier to connect in that way and then there's room to build room to build um i know a tool that's really useful for that is there's a bunch of sex compatibility quizzes that you can find online um i'm sure you just type in sex compatibility quiz into google and a bunch of different ones will pop up and it's it's usually has a a bunch of different sexual acts or preferences or kinks listed and you i think you click i like this i don't like this i want to try this something like that and you fill it in and then you send it to your partner and then they fill it in and then it matches your answers and then it's a really good way to kind of find out what your partner does like and doesn't like. I've tried it. But it's it's just useful. It's interesting to get inside the head of someone else. Yep. I've done that quiz and it's actually really, really fun. And I did it. I didn't do it the way, like you're no, the normal way you're supposed to do it. The filling it out, one partner fills it out and then the other partner fills it out separately. And then it just gives you the same answers that you guys shared. Mm-hmm. So my partner and I did, we just sat together and read through like the giant, it was actually a long list of yeah. things. Like we couldn't even get through it, but we were just scrolling through and just giving each other like answers right there on the spot face to face, which was really fun. And kind <laughs> of just like, there were moments when I was just like, oh, fuck yeah, I would do that. And then he was like, no. And I'm like, oh, yeah, just kidding. Let me just hide my face <laughs> over here. <laughs> um but and i think there was some like there was it went vice versa like there were moments like that for both of us but it was fun doing it that way but i can see why it would be helpful to do it away from your partner i don't think i would want to do that with every partner yeah face to face so 
Yeah, it depends. Like I know I could probably do it with um my wife the way you just said it, but we've also been together for for a hell of a long time and it's like there's not really much shame about conversation. We we talk about everything, not even just sexual, we just talk about everything. Um not to boast, but we have a pretty good communication, so <laughs> Um, yeah, That's um, key. it is key in your, your three lessons. I know they're just ad- additions to the traditional sex education. I remember last week you mentioned something about types of sex, but I didn't hear that in your lessons oh, yeah. today. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think we would have time to like go more than three, but I feel well, like learning different types of sex would be like a fun. That's also part of like the porn watching aspect. Oh yeah, too. yes. The yeah. New categories like and just finding I mean, finding things out. Yeah. Do you? And this is an opinionated question that can only garner an opinionated answer. But do you think all types of sex in this hypothetical um, curriculum we're we're drawing up? should be highlighted or do you think some should be better left for the student to go and research for themselves like would you just tell them this is vaginal this is anal this is oral this is heterosexual this is homosexual and then just leave it at that or would you go into like more details and go on just no in my mind i feel like we have just quick run through with like any category of porn like any cat, like any like even like fetish type of things. Like I feel like I would include like kinks and okay. Like, I would like to feel to cover. I would like I feel good about covering everything. Yeah, I could possibly cover when it comes to like the types, and I feel like there's so much that would be forgotten if I were to write it down. But I feel like why not expose it all, even if it's might be looked down upon but the thing is there there shouldn't be any shame around it it's, yeah i think that's the main point yeah Norm, normal normalizing things is the whole point of these additional lessons there shouldn't be shame you should be able to talk about it you shouldn't feel shame if this is what you're into this is you know what i mean some people get off by looking at people's toes other people get off by looking at someone's nose did you say nose <laughs> yeah i don't know it just rhymed i thought and I'm sure there is someone there. We don't want to nose shame anybody. Yes. No nose shame. No shame. It's it's a shame that these three lessons would never get the okay from any educational board. Oh. I mean, I feel like the consent would. The consent one would. If it is, if it hasn't already been added. Yeah, I mean, like if it hasn't already, I feel like it it should absolutely be. If I'd be surprised if it's not, and if it's not, then I'm like absolutely disappointed in art. Yeah, it's it's insane. Just and I, again, my viewpoint is going to be different because I'm I'm a male, but it seems like when I was growing up, like I specifically remember being a kid in the '90s, and like it just it wasn't something that men were aware of. It. I feel like it's more aware now it's more out there the whole me too movement has like actually made men aware that they're crossing the line i I just feel like maybe i was oblivious because i was a child in the 90s and i wasn't a man so those kind of things weren't on my radar but it just seems like 
they weren't they weren't out there in the 90s no I, I i agree with you there i mean like my perspective is totally different like i wasn't looking at it from a male perspective though like i remember in like my senior year in high school like three of my close friends like had confided in me and told me how they had been um sexually assaulted or raped and i was so surprised and i'd never known anything of these i've never learned about these things other than from their experiences mm. and and that's at like 18 years old so yeah, that's scary bloody hell man that's but yeah no consent is something i love that lesson i think if we were to propose this to whatever school district they'd be like that lesson one that joyful moments came up with mwah, we're gonna add that i like that a lot and bring then, me to the schools i'll teach it oh they would love that they'd get lost in your hair <laughs> They get lost in your hair as you. All right, kids, consent. <laughs> now nah, you kick it up. Um, let's let's wrap it up. Let's okay. let's wrap this podcast up. Um, so yeah, three lessons, a bunch of subcategories. If there was one main takeaway about how we fixed or added to the sex ed curriculum. What would you want it to be? If, if you could just nail one takeaway, what would, you want it, what would you want it to be? I would say how to receive and how to say no. Or so say no and receive no in that order. Say no, see no. I would throw out one takeaway. Let's not have shame around the conversation of sexual matters. They're important oh. and we need to feel confident and not embarrassed when talking about them. Love it. That would be my ad. Oh, did you Google uh, Angela White that I spoke to you about last week? No, I forgot to. Let me write that down. You wrote it down last week. Where did you put all these pieces of paper? Oh, you you know what? (laughs) I think I I couldn't find those. I was looking for those today, actually, because I had like four pieces of paper just like covered with all my podcast material and I can't find them now so you've lost your oh. I know I should keep them right I should like some yeah. kind of file system here you know or digitize them this is this is oh. 2020 you don't have to write with an uh, ink bottle and a quill but I'm, <laughs> I'm not using a quill oh, well um, whatever you use you know I'm just one of those people that like to write more ling- linguistic learner Oh, nice. I like that. Is that what it's linguistic? I actually okay. don't know. I think it's kinesthetic. No. I think I feel like when I said linguistic, it sounded like pasta. Um, like like <laughs> Linguini. I'm getting confused. <laughs> I think it's kinesthetic, yeah. Kinesthetic. Since it's, I'm confused now. But either way, all right, yes. well, write it down. And then next week, I'm going to ask you to um, oh, okay. get your viewpoint about Angela White. Okay, well, then maybe before next week, I will send out a, a porn bingo. Sure, why not? For a friend group, and we'll see who actually plays. For a friend group? That's a big step. What am I supposed to do with it? I don't want to make it and then have no one. We can give it to our two listeners. We can put, oh, we have an Instagram page. Oh, yes. Okay. I think. So maybe we can put it on our Instagram page. Yeah. That sounds good to me. Okay, I'll do that. So so follow us at Sexcapades Pod, the Sexcapades Podcast, Sexcapades Pod. Um, so that's sexcapades underscore pod. 
on Instagram. We'll post links to our latest episodes there. Also, once we garner a little bit more, I've said that word a few times today, Garner. Let me stop saying it. Once we get a few more listeners rather than just our regular two, we can start putting like polls and ask us questions kind of things on that Instagram as well. Um, You know what? I'm going to put it out there into the atmosphere. By the time we record episode five, we'll have double the we'll have double the amount of listeners and we will be able to host a segment where they will write to you and have a question and you'll be able to help with their question yes i'm putting it out there what did i say episode five i thought you said next episode uh well i'm gonna say by episode five we'll double that (laughs) (laughs) there there we go um you got anything else you want to say to our people yeah, maybe add to that. Um, I would like to know who would like a porn bingo. So, or maybe you know what? I'm just gonna get some ideas. I'll do it myself. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Watch, you... watch the magic happen. The sexual magic activities come out. Watch it happen. Okay, so stay tuned to our Instagram page. Stay tuned to our Anchor page for those of you that are following us on Anchor Podcast. And we're available on Spotify. So Google the Sex Capades podcast. Uh, you'll see, hosted by Flashman James and Joseph Moments. This has been another episode of the Sex Capades. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>